Hey, we are the Soul Searchers. Two regular folks with backpacks and making it weird. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody, we're Andrew and Candace. Welcome back. We've been gone for a while and don't totally remember how to do this, so hang on. (laughs) He's figuring it out. Now, we uh, are doing things a little different this time too because normally we set up our microphones on the table but we decided to record in a quieter space just because our table is happens to be our bedroom yeah i mean technically yes we are sitting there's multiple rooms but (laughs) this is the quietest place where like i mean you live outdoors out here so literally the neighbors are out downstairs around us it's just easier busy road all that yeah so if you hear this noise that's us fiddling with our microphones yeah you almost feel like uh, mariah carey on a christmas special holding the microphone singing hit the high note ah! Woo! Oh, i can't do it sorry it's really close yeah <laughs> I, I mean i'd have to really let it go okay don't get up there. Yeah. it'll actually break people's eardrums yeah. speaking of christmas <laughs> so we've been a little mia the last five weeks i Jeez, I feel really bad. That, Holy crap. I, I know. I think that's how long. For all 12 of you looking for these podcasts, we feel really bad that we've left and you hanging. And we love all 12 of you. But maybe we saw all 12 of you. <laughs> all right. That is our big reveal surprise, of this episode. Surprise. The reason we've been totally MIA is because we went home for Christmas. And by home, both states, home. Yeah. Minnesota and Wisconsin and we were keeping it super under wraps because we were surprising people along the way so we literally made this decision pretty last minute as per most of our decisions on this trip that's how we live now and um, I mean it was just a couple weeks before Christmas I guess when we went you know we're looking for different places to travel to and we were a half an hour from the Belize border in Bacalar Mexico which is way south on the Caribbean side and literally 30 minutes driving to the border. Yeah, but Belize, Belize's border was closed. And so the land borders, the sea borders were all closed. You could only fly in. The only way to actually fly into Belize would be to drive four hours north, get on a plane that was $600 a person, and then go to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and back to Belize. Believe it or not, a lot of people in Mexico aren't flying to other tropical destinations. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they most of the fly, the flights rerouted back north, you know, somewhere in Florida, Texas, wherever, and then we had to go back. Whether we wanted to go to Costa Rica, Belize, Puerto Rico, whatever, there was really no good option to go from Mexico. Yeah, and we're or affordable option, I should say. Right, right. It well, was... even at that though, they were like 20-hour flights because yeah. we had to go up and then wait for the flight the next day. <laughs> I know. It was bad. Yeah, so and then of course, COVID tests were $125 a person that we That's mentioned. That's 250, few times it by 2. Yeah, so we uh, just kind of did the math and we were like, honestly, what does it look like to if we're going to have to catch a layover through some other state what does it look like to go to minneapolis or what does it look like to fly into chicago and sun country lo and behold has some pretty excellent cheap flights never even heard of this airline growing up in wisconsin because it (laughs) lives in minnesota 
Right, which is, you'd think, close enough for you to hear about it, but Yeah, but we would go to, you know, Milwaukee or Chicago, or if you had enough money, you'd fly out of Madison. Mm -hmm. We would never go to Minneapolis for a flight. Yeah, so we we found these flights where we could fly into the U.S., and at that point, you didn't need a COVID test to go back into the U.S. if you were a U.S. citizen, or maybe that's everyone? I don't know. Good question. Yeah, I don't know the rules on that, but at that point, you didn't need a COVID test. That's changing at the end of January. Um... So we could go to the U.S. for, I think it was... Like 200 bucks. $200 one way for each of us, and then get our COVID tests there. As many as we want. For free. <laughs> for free. Which, you know, be responsible. Testing is still, you know, expensive for the state and whatnot. But still, it was... it was Not $125. <laughs> yeah, that's about what our flights cost to just get yeah, there. insane. And then uh, Sun Country also had one way direct flights going from Minneapolis to Roatan, Honduras for $180, which is pretty incredible considering any other way for us to get to Roatan was going to be flying into the into mainland Honduras in the big airport, taking San Pedro Sula. Yeah, taking a bus 4 hours or something and then to the coast staying in La Cieba, mm -hmm. which is the big city that the ferry runs out of. You have to stay there a night, take the ferry. It's like an hour and a half. They said that it is wavy and... Yeah, it depends on the water. A pretty rough Whether ride. Whether you'll puke. Yeah, and so this cut all of that out, and we just got to fly straight from Minneapolis into Roatan for $180. And wherever you are right now, feel free to hit pause or let us run. And just Google flights from wherever you are to the island of Roatan and see what you come up with. Yeah. I mean, even... It's probably seven, eight hundred, maybe nine hundred, maybe a thousand bucks. Even any other airline that's going out of Minneapolis, it was still $600 was the next cheapest option. That's it was a, just yep. this one magic sun country flight that was direct. So we took advantage of that. Yeah. And it worked out super perfectly. Saved us over a thousand dollars to actually just go home for Sorry, christmas earth well i feel bad about that but I, we just couldn't justify it well and it was really nice to go totally. home and see everyone and uh but that's why we decided to surprise people along the way as well because number one it was super last minute number two we thought oh surprises are kind of fun totally and um so yeah it was just really funny because even we were staying with my parents first off which another thing is of course the covid Who's had COVID? Who could Caution. we give COVID to? What could happen? Right. We wanted to keep that in mind because, I mean, you know, we obviously weren't feeling sick or anything like that, but still want to be cautious. Right. And my, half my family's already had COVID. And they were all together <laughs> at one point. So they've all been exposed to it, but a couple of them yeah, literally were just, asymptomatic or just didn't get it. No, just didn't get it. They got tested and it was yeah. negative. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so... Half the family's had it, the other half hasn't, but they've all been <laughs> exposed to it. So we're like, that's a safe landing point. That is the safest place for us to go uh, and then kind of lay low there yep. for a little bit, get tested when we got there to make sure that we didn't bring anything back with us um, before we then surprised other family and friends. Yeah, so that was... <laughs> we'll post a little video compilation later of we tried to film all the different surprises um huge shout out to sherry and joel for yes. getting us at the airport and being in on the whole surprise oh it was awesome so i set it up with sherry because i was like okay who 
who would this make sense for? And my parents, good friends, Joel and Sherry, are, you know, people that they see on a regular basis. And so I thought, okay, that would work. That would make sense. That wouldn't be like a weird person being like, hey, I'm just going to stop over to your house. Mm-hmm. And and then, of course, Sherry is just excited beyond words about most things in life. And so uh, it wasn't even hard to hide the fact that she was excited that we were going to be there because she's just excited about everything. Yeah, she's our, <laughs> our hype gal. Yeah. And so that was just awesome. So literally we walked in, we snuck around, they like let us out at the end of my parents' yard. So we like snuck around into the back door. And was we, there snow? No, there wasn't snow yet. No. I don't think. Yeah. Well, yeah we landed. Like, Did we have to go through snow to sneak around the house? No, it was 40 degrees, no snow. And I mean, the like next, a couple days before Christmas in yeah, December. The next day, I think we got a ton of snow yeah. like 10 inches welcome home to driving in a blizzard <laughs> and shoveling missed you so we snuck around through the back door and as we opened the door i mean both of us were just so nervous yeah and had no idea what we we're gonna say we started singing happy birthday because it was sherry's birthday oh yeah yeah well and your yeah your mom and sherry are like what a day apart or something no so like a week like, but yeah yeah, so they celebrate together. So yeah, we bust in the door. Singing happy birthday. Just because we were like, ah, I mean, so hyped up. Yeah, we didn't know what to do. And my mom's face was just, she was shocked. I mean, literally Saw frozen in place. It, we'll definitely post the video because it is too funny. And then my little brother happened to come home because Sherry worked her magic. And she reached out and was like, hey, I really think that it would be cool if you came home this day. So he was home. He goes, huh? And gives us what are you doing here? Confused Sorry, face. Sorry, that was my Charlie confused <laughs> voice. <laughs> and then we go around. I go into the kitchen. And my dad's still in there. He hears this commotion. Doesn't do anything. Here's any- people busting the door. Here's them singing. Yeah. Here people going, what are you doing here? Sherry's jumping all over the oh, place. Oh, literally. Just yelling. We're all yelling. My dad's just chopping veggies in the kitchen. Just And I... Doesn't I, move. Doesn't move. I look. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he just goes, huh? And straightens up his back. I mean, just his spine went ramrod straight. Yeah. And he kind of does, what are you doing here? And so that was fun. That was our first surprise. Yeah. And I think the parents more so than anybody else were like, uh, Cindy kept saying her mom, uh, what's wrong? Why are you here? What happened? (laughs) Are you injured? Did you get kicked out of a country? Literally. Yeah. So all the things that go through your mind when you think your kids have left the country for a long time right exactly and now they're back (laughs) so that was really fun and so yeah we were totally keeping it under wraps though because um you know we were then gonna go to wisconsin the next week the week after christmas to surprise andrew's family and some of our friends there and everything and so for everything for christmas for you know all the looking at christmas lights and making a a prime rib dinner and all of that it's like it was weird not to share any of that especially in the digital world where everybody's posting everything mm-hmm. and pictures we had to tell everybody and candace has a huge family and say okay you can't post anything or if you're going to take pictures we got to be out of it we can't be in it yeah, yeah. don't let anybody know we're here yeah so, so that was weird i mean long term i think i probably wouldn't do the multi-layered surprises like that again because that was just 
is I don't like secret keeping. It was a lot of lies. It was a lot of lies. I felt like I worked for the government (laughs) and I had to lie to everybody about everything. Oh my gosh. We were turning off our location services just in case people like saw us on Snapchat map or people that we've shared our location with and things like that. And my grandpa is super into this trip. And so we're talking regularly and he's like, so where are you at today? You still in Pilo Carmen? You still here? He's taking really good tabs on us. And I'm lying to my 78-year-old grandpa where I am. 78? 87. I got a little dyslexic on (laughs) you. He does. I mean, he's basically 78. He's on his own, super fit, works out like four hours a day. Young at heart, for sure. He could be 78. (laughs) Um, So then that was fun. Yeah, so that was... uh, Yeah, that's what we've been up to. So just, yeah, lots of secret keeping. But Mm -hmm. And then uh, when we got into Madison, I coordinated with... Well, I had to kind of tell my stepmom because she's a planner and I knew we'd be staying at her house. Right. And if we just showed up, you know, you, you got some people in your life where they'd probably be like, great to see you, but I'm not ready to have you here. Right. But I'd like to wash some sheets and vacuum the house and do this and that, which, of course, we don't like require by yeah, any we means. we don't care at all. But I know some people just feel more comfortable when they can be prepared. And if somebody's going to stay at your house for like a week, you kind of want a heads up. So Claudia is that person. So we gave her a heads up. She did let the cat out of the bag a little bit with my dad. We were going to try and surprise my dad. Um, and what'd she say on the couch? She was like... Well, it was it was after our snowfall in Minnesota. Yeah. And so because Claudia knew we were there, she was texting with us. Hey, how much snow did you guys get? And, that. and so she said to your dad, oh, Candace said they got four inches. And your dad goes, do you mean Nicole? Which is my brother's wife. Right, because she mixes this up sometimes, yep. you know, as the the married-in daughters. Daughter-in-laws? Uh, yeah, daughter-in-laws, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I'm like, I don't know what that's called. Um, but yeah, so she mixes our names up sometimes. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah, Nicole. Yeah, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she's not a good liar at all. So no. she didn't, I'm sure she didn't keep it together. <laughs> and then I think she said that, you know, the table was set for a certain amount. And then she was like cleaning the downstairs of the house. So my dad was like, something's going on. She moved the mattress, the mattress that we normally sleep on upstairs. She moved it downstairs. I mean... That's, that's kind of a dead giveaway. That's kind of a dead giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> Who's coming and why are we moving mattresses in COVID when no kids live here anymore? Right, exactly. Someone might, needless to say, my dad was not very surprised when we walked in the door. He was still happy, though. He was still happy, but he just yeah. wasn't very shocked. Yeah. So. But that was awesome. Um, we lied and did a delivery service. Uh, my grandpa loves pizza. Mm-hmm. That's his favorite thing in the world, pizza and ice cream. So we said that I was going to order a pizza and they would do a contactless delivery They'd set it downstairs on the porch. I was like, I was texting with him and calling him because our phone actually worked in Mexico. So we'd been talking anyway. And I was like, I got it all set up. You know, just go down. I'll call you when it's there. So he comes downstairs. We made him a little homemade carrot cake. We got yeah. glass nickel pizza. <laughs> he opens the door and he's just with his mask on. His jaw dropped still. Yeah. You could see he was just shocked. <laughs> totally frozen. He's like, I, I, I just can't believe it. I can't believe it. You know, he's envisioning us in Mexico. Yeah. So then we did something similar with my mom. He said, okay, we're going to set up a Skype date, dinner date. And tell me what you want to eat, where you're from. We'll order it. We'll send it to the house. Well, and your mom has just recently been vaccinated. So that was awesome that we were able to actually surprise her because you know with your grandpa it was like hey we all have masks on like we're dropping the pizza in the middle good to see you standing out (laughs) in the middle of the lobby yeah 
Yeah, and then so I told my mom to get ready. She's like, okay, we'll, we'll leave the tip. We'll leave the tip. So we go around to the side door, and she's got the money at the front door, and she's running around, and you can hear me on video. She's going to go, what the heck are they going to the side door for? <laughs> she literally said that, goes and grabs the money, comes running around. We're at the back door, side door, and surprise her, and she loses her mind, literally walks away from the she camera. She ran away, yeah. She ran away because she was like in she's disbelief. Going, Ken, they're here. Who's here? Ken's and Andrew. <laughs> so it was just awesome. So yeah, it was great. All good stuff. Yeah, and we got to see um, a couple of our friends. We went sledding, mm-hmm. which is, of course, you know, the perfect COVID, <laughs> uh, the COVID activity. Yeah. Uh, Put the ice skates on. Got mm-hmm. out a couple times. Played some hockey with your buds. Yeah. And yeah, we got to be tourists in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Yeah, shoveled a couple huge driveways. Yeah. Awesome. Got mm-hmm. to drive in a terrible blizzard with like 50 cars in the ditches. Mm-hmm. Candace lives on off of like a highway and big open areas. So the blizzard was just cutting across the road, made it ice and cars were everywhere. Yeah. So that was super fun. Yeah, it was just crazy. I mean... Winter Wonderland. Well, and it was awesome. It was... Honestly, it was the perfect refresh that I think I needed excuse me, (laughs) because we had been in Mexico for six and a half weeks or something before that. And, you know, we just kind of were figuring out this whole traveling thing and figuring it, figuring out what does it look like for how we want to be traveling. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the places that we were staying in were like one room with a hot plate and a bathroom. Yeah. And kind of like a hotel room with a hot plate. Yeah. And it's it's fine because most of what you do is outdoors it's warm, most of it's what beautiful. you do is outdoors except for then anytime you go outdoors it's like if you want to go into a place you're spending money if you want to go to the beach a lot of you know some of the places we're going to it was miles away and mm-hmm. you know it just it, I it was, was hard to just relax at home yes i was starting to feel a little bit like everything just took so much effort and i also kind of just forgot why we were doing what we were doing. You know what I mean? Getting the heck out of those blizzards. Yeah, well, yeah. That was a nice little reminder. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, you know, we just take for granted, even if you just have a, a one-bedroom or a living room or something or even a little galley kitchen, like mm-hmm. the tiniest of houses in America are still huge. Huge. Compared to, like, how most people live in the Absolutely. rest of the world. You know, that like, think of your small sort of one-bedroom. There's, like, four or five people in that in a lot of these other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to have space and spread out. Um, and to have, I mean, the ease of like drinking water, oh, the yeah. ease of, I mean, we literally, so when we left in uh, November, right? Is that when we left? Yeah. Yeah, November 1st. When we left in November to when we came back at the end of December, six weeks, six and a half weeks, I lost probably 10 pounds during that time (laughs) because literally we're just i mean of course we're carrying our heavy packs and we're walking and we're swimming every day and you know we're walking miles on end you don't drive anywhere yeah if you want to go to eat or you go to the beach or you go to the store you're just walking and even what we were eating you know we weren't eating big meals we weren't eating indulgently by any means and you don't buy like anything in a box and nothing's processed Mm -hmm. it's just you go to the markets and you buy what you need for the next day or two and that's it oreos we did buy oreos (laughs) Candace. Not that many. And so then, but yeah, then when we came back, so then we were in uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin for a month, right? Yeah, it was like the 18th to the 15th. So we're in 
the states for a month and i gained those 10 pounds back for sure almost immediately I mean, but maybe also, even more than 10 pounds yeah. i'm not lying who knows the holidays were that's the thing you're doing all these meals <gasps> with your family and there's just tons of leftovers every day well, so and that was it too the first couple it. days I, I mean, I was eating because it was like, these are the, this is the nicest food that yeah. I've seen in a long time. But then I would eat one meal and just be full for a day and a half, mm-hmm. you know? So then everything I was eating on top of that, I was like cramming in and you know, then that's yeah. how that works. And you surround a lot of your time around eating, especially, I guess, Midwest, indoors, mm-hmm. where, you know, you can't be outside. There's yeah. not much to do. So you're inside hanging with fam and playing games and snacking. Yeah. Yeah, so it was really fun. We got to do a lot of cool things. My parents are starting their kitchen remodel, so Andrew helped them Heck you. so generously by beginning the demolition. Somebody's <laughs> got to start it. So I ripped out in like a corner cabinet, which was kind of like their island, and I ripped it out. Yep, he literally knocked it down, <laughs> which was which was great because we kind of got to see some of the hidden treasures that have been tucked away in that. Oh my god, cabinet! A mountain of dog food that. I don't know. Little mice stole. Yeah, they stole it and then made like a, a house out of it. Mm-hmm. And well, old pictures. Were those like senior pictures of your dad that like fell in between that counter that oh, I found? Oh, yeah, I think so. Or college pictures or yeah, something. Yeah, for sure. He was a baby. <laughs> it looked like Charlie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was really fun just to spend time with family. And, ah, oh, that's what I was going to say. Seeing friends and family, it was perfect timing for like that good reminder of these relationships that we've built it's obviously not the same when we're here and we're traveling it's like of course we can facetime of course we can call and we can text and we can stay up to date on instagram and stuff but it's just not the same so going back to see family and some of our really close friends was just exactly what i needed as a reminder of like hey people still like you Mm -hmm. hey these are (laughs) these are like wonderful friendships that have not dissolved because we're gone for six weeks you know we kind of get to just pick right back up where we left off and of course, it was a little weird because we had nothing to do and all of our friends and family have to like work and do yeah. things. <laughs> so we're like, they hey, have lives. <laughs> what are you doing today? What are you doing today? You want to hang, hang out? out? <laughs> we're not doing anything. Our schedule's wide open. Exactly. So yeah, it was really fun. And oh, that's oh. right. I wanted to tell the story of before we left Mexico, our last adventure. Whoa, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, our last adventure before we left Mexico. So we had been... You know, obviously doing a lot of swimming. The last city that we were in was Bacalar, and they had the freshwater lagoon. Yep, the lagoon of seven colors, mm-hmm. which because of the storms was only like one. Wow, wow. But <laughs> it anyway, it's still green. beautiful. Yeah, it was kind awesome. Of like Midwest lake house vibes, right? Freshwater, green trees. We smelled fresh cut grass. For the first time in forever. Yep. So think of, you know, lake house, Midwest. Yeah. So we had been doing a lot of swimming, and my ears started to hurt. And so before we were about to fly out the day before uh, when we were in Playa del Carmen, because then we were flying out of Cancun, so we're heading back north. um, I was like, you know, I really should go see a doctor, just have a doctor look at my ears because, you know, I mean, you don't want to fly with an ear infection and not have it treated. And we knew that once we got back to Minnesota, Wisconsin, getting medical care with our insurance was a lot different. Health insurance that we don't necessarily have well we had it we were just working it out we were working it out and we weren't sure what it was going to look like now that we weren't employed it's just usually better to do in a foreign country where going to see the doctor costs how much 
Well, uh, well, maybe we should save it for oh, the end. Sorry, sorry. We'll get there. <laughs> I jumped the gun. So when we, uh, so we had seen a doctor before because we were looking for. Oh, it was when we were looking into the COVID test stuff. Yep. Like, how do we do all this? Yep. And so basically, they have these little corner pharmacies where they have a minute clinic type thing in the back where a doctor just hangs out. There's no appointment necessary. You just walk up. So we walk up to the pharmacy. We're like, hey, we want to see the doctor. Is, is there a doctor? Yeah. Is there a doctor? Is he available? She, oh, yeah. Just go knock on the door around back. We're like, oh. and this is in Spanish. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, you mean just knock on a random door back there? Right. <laughs> and she's like, yep, that's the one right that's how there. you do it. So we just knocked on the door and this doctor opens, pokes his head out. Can I help you? <laughs> and of course, this is all in like Spanish and a little bit of English. And so we're like, well, you know, this is what's going on. So we went in and told him about my ear and uh so he was like sure this is how it works this is my fee and then um you know uh, he we'll- looked at your ear and was like yep you have an infection right but it costs you know four dollars for me to look at that and tell you that right so and he only took cash yep. <laughs> and so he said here i'll write out your prescription and then you go to the pharmacy for whatever you Which for is, all the medications again, you need right outside the door mm-hmm. so we're like great so he checked it out and he goes, okay, well, since you guys have to fly tomorrow, unfortunately with this ear infection, we are going to have to give you a like steroid shot to bring down the swelling because, you know, you don't want to cause any damage with the altitude change. We're like, great, that sounds awesome. So he says, we'll probably have to do two, do one tonight and then one tomorrow morning before you leave for the airport. And then you start thinking like, okay, shot in Mexico, that's a little bit dicier it's than just getting different. like cheap medicine at the pharmacy you know right. it's all the same stuff but it's just way cheaper mm-hmm. and so he said okay i'm gonna write out the prescription go get this filled and then come back for the shot okay that works and then but he's like but it's gonna cost what like you know two more dollars for me to do the shot or whatever so we paid him are you gonna get to that part i don't know okay so you know to see the doctor is like three dollars i think and then it was another mm. dollar or something for him to do the shot so then he charges us 80 pesos which is like four bucks so we pay him the 80 pesos right and there's three things on the prescription so there's it's like eardrops yep. and then um like a loratadine and then a shot the actual needles and vial but we didn't know that. We didn't know what any of this stuff was on the yeah. paper. But I, he pointed it out that the number two thing is the shot. And I was like, okay, well, we already paid you that extra dollar for you to do the shot. So we give him the $4 and we only get two of the prescriptions. Right. We just walked pharmacy. up to the pharmacist and said, oh, yeah, well, he's going to do the shot. So we need, you know, these eardrops and these pills. And it was $7. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we already paid him the four to do the shot. We walk back in the office and he's like, cool, you got those two medicines. Where's the shot? I was like, what do you mean? I we thought just, you had the shot. We just paid you to do the shot. What do you mean? He's like, no, no, you go buy the needles and you go buy the vials of the medicine of the we steroid. We had no idea. We had no idea. So we show back up and the pharmacist is like, I thought it was weird. Once again, in Spanish, I thought it was weird that you only wanted these two and not this one. And I was like, we thought we bought that one with that guy. We had no idea. So anyways, that's how you buy your shots and medicine. Oh yeah. So she comes out with a four pack of syringes with these like three inch long needles that were very intimidating it's a legit shot yeah and then these two vials of liquid for the shot so we go back to the doctor and he said well it's an intramuscular shot you know so they gotta do it in the behind right in your butt your cheek, butt cheek. <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm like oh great okay and 
I was thinking, I'm like, well, since we have the needles, because we purchased them, we have the syringes, right? That's what they're called? Yeah. We have those and we have the vials. I just asked the doctor, can Andrew give me the shot tomorrow morning? So then we don't have to go back to the doctor. We don't have to... You know, worry we, about checking out, catching a flight, bring right. our luggage here and there. We had the pack. We were bringing our bags. It was just going to be a little bit of an extra headache. And he looked at Andrew and goes, are you familiar with injections? And we kind of laughed because, of course, we've been doing, you know, the stomach shots after my surgery for a while. So, yeah, a little familiar with injections. Those are baby needles. Those are baby needles. We did not see the needles before we asked this question. And so Andrew goes, yeah, for sure. Totally comfortable really confident and the doctor's like yeah let me show you how to do it i mean with such ease i mean he was so flippant of like yeah for sure we'll just instruct you give you a quick little medical tutorial yeah candace hop up on that table face down and uh i think you had shorts on so he's like uh we need to see your butt cheek and we're like uh okay okay and then like a butcher he like he's explaining it to me he quarters up like her butt butcher. cheek he draws like crosshairs on her butt cheek and was like these are the four quadrants shoot which now that i'm thinking back which quadrant was it it was the top left top left yeah because okay. then he he showed you like okay you look from the hip and you go up right, this way right, right. and yeah so he so he like shoves the needle into the top left quadrant yeah like towards your low back and, and then proceeds to instruct andrew while the needle's just hanging out of me yep i mean i'm feeling it like oh this is not it's a I mean, couple it, inches it didn't hurt per se but it was not comfortable and he's you know as he's talking he's kind of wiggling around i honestly thought that you had done it i thought he gave you the needle yeah and was like and then you had to yeah. pull back on it a little bit while it's in there to make the sure plunger. you yeah so make sure you're not drawing blood yeah like literally pull so back on the plunger sorry, to we skipped make this sure because you had to fill the vial first and it's a glass vial so he breaks the top off fills the vial so the needle and the the syringe is full of the liquid so i'm thinking put it in the butt cheek and push it in he's like no pull back first mm-hmm. and i'm like you got all the liquid in there. What are we pulling back for? We need to push the liquid in. What right. are you? <laughs> I had no idea about this part. Right, but he wanted to make sure that there wasn't any blood going up into the syringe because if that's the case, then you've hit a vein or an artery and yeah. you need to go to a different spot. That's not going to work. So because it's intramuscular, craziest thing, did not know that's how this worked. Right. Uh, there should be no no blood. blood so we're pulling you know it's wiggling around and you got this full syringe and you pull back on it a little bit and he's like see no blood and i'm like dude i don't know what you're talking about but okay no blood and he's like <laughs> now you can push it in <laughs> so inject it could you feel all the fluid coming oh, in or no yeah yeah i mean it hurts just it's like sore like any other shot oh, i'm getting you know? queasy right i know now. Like, i know i, I hope feel you're like not driving we're gonna have to do a warning <laughs> at the beginning of this episode i have my stomach i just got a little lightheaded just thinking about it like <laughs> flooding in through this big needle Ugh. gross stop describing it <sighs> So the next morning, then it came time for Andrew to prove his nursing chops and uh, give me an intramuscular shot. I'm still light ahead. <laughs> yeah, you should lay down. I'm gonna sit back. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I. Why am I always the guinea pig? Why am I always the the push pin, <laughs> stick pin? What do they call that? Pin cushion. Pin cushion. Why am I always the pin cushion? Well, I did my part on the very first day of Mexico, if you remember. Mm -hmm. I split my forehead open on a floating shelf. Yep, that's true. That's true. So, I mean, we all all, uh, 
do our part. <laughs> so the next morning, I'm like, all right, let's make it happen. Well, this he pulls out the vial, and it's all one glass piece. And the vial with the liquids at the bottom, and then the top has like a bubble, like a glass bubble. Yeah, think of like a battery, like a AAA-sized battery. It's a skinny little glass vial, and there's a little bulb at the top. Mm-hmm. But it's all glass. So how do we get the top off? Yeah. Hulk smash. Literally, Andrew's like, what? Because you just rip it off. I think you just break it off at this line here. <laughs> Urgh, snap, crush. Oh, you just sliced your fingers open with a bunch of glass. Yep. So Andrew got his, <laughs> so got his due. She's laying down, got the butt cheek quadranted out. I got the needle ready. Break Napkin the top wrapped off. around your hand. Because I'm bleeding out of my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he administered the shot and you did say that hurt less than when the doctor did it well yeah because he was all wiggling around trying to teach you how to do it i could be a doctor in mexico absolutely (laughs) i agree with that wholeheartedly (laughs) so yeah that was our fun little adventure before we came back to the i was gonna say then you packed up your your bags we walked 10 minutes to the bus station hour north to cancun get on a flight and we're home Mm -hmm. so boom yeah that was a crazy little adventure yeah yeah and i just want to say that for anyone that we did not get to see while we were in minnesota in wisconsin i mean it was intentional that we kept ourselves hidden during that time because you know number one we didn't want to be seeing a ton of people for covid stuff and number two it you know, I mean, it's the holidays and like you, yeah. you're just kind of pulled in a million different directions anyway. And so and we're not really sure how everybody's going to feel. And like, one, you know, one of my best friends, Scott and Jess, they're trying to be really careful. They work in schools. So we tried to do this whole like delivery package I thing. Know. Like, just will you be home around this time? I'm going to order you something. It's your first week back from break. And he, Scott has to ask a million, a million questions, questions because it's the teacher in him. <laughs> well, are you coming? What part? Should I be here at this time? We're going to go for a walk. And he's sitting right by his window. So we're right. creeping along the house and we blow it. But, you know, even at that, we still had to do like a very distance thing and... We didn't want to make people feel uncomfortable or have to like stand outside in the cold or, you know, we were just traveling. We had two different COVID tests, three total. So we're fine, but we didn't want to put people in weird spots. So if we missed you, we're sorry. We still love you, but yeah, and we will be back for the summer. This was just a little icing on the cake visit that, you know, was the refresh we needed because I forgot too. we also refreshed our packs, which Mm -hmm. was epic. We yeah. got to actually trade out, swap out some of the clothes that were like, oh, this just isn't working or... Or I haven't touched this nice shirt or nice pair of shorts <laughs> in six weeks. I'm not lugging it around anymore. Yeah, we'll abandon that. And we had like some duplicate stuff in our bags that we didn't really realize because we packed separately because of course we were packing up Last our house <laughs> and we were, you know, we were doing so much that we just didn't coordinate on what was in our bags. So we had some duplicates that we could get rid of, um, but not like throw away. Mm-hmm. while we're traveling so anyway so that was just really good and it was you, you know you just have a better perspective on what you need after having done it for six weeks and it was kind of a nice pit stop along the way yeah so, for sure sorry that you haven't heard from us for five weeks but that is what we've been doing we went secret agent sorry about that we did stealth mode so we'll try and get you some more content here um yeah some good friend stories coming yeah. up of people I we think, met so far. I think that needs to be the next one. We need to just 
talk about the people that we've met because we have met some really cool people along the way and we just want to share some of those stories. Yep. All right. Well, we will catch you next time. Thanks for hanging. All right. Bye.